Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to the Back Porch Conjure. I am Efa Abeyo. Ah, first off, grab a seat, cop a squat, get a chair, sit for a minute. <laughs> Who grab a pillow, grab a blanket, sit right here on one of these stoops, get you some tea, some water, some juice. Hell, it's 3 o'clock somewhere. Get your drink on. I want to talk about a few things this morning. Because I think they need to be shared. First of all, pat yourself on the back. Pat yourself on the back. You know, that song Millions by the Winers. It said, out of the millions that didn't make it. I was one of the ones that did. I had folks that believe I didn't make, couldn't make it, but I made it over. <laughs> he said, if I can just make it up there and walk through the city bright and fair, there'll probably be a million things that I want to tell the Lord, talk to the Lord on that day. <clears throat> He said, but he'll just begin to cry, and the Lord will wipe the tear from my eye. I'll say thanks. He'll ask why. And my reply be, out of the millions that didn't make it, I was one of the ones that did. When I tell you, I first heard that song, no lie, watching Oprah Winfrey. I remember, and I put the video up, I remember when... She was saying how through all her things, all the triumphs, all the troubles, all of the negative. He is a black woman that wasn't thin, that looked a certain way, that didn't match the way it's supposed to match. That she didn't look like those models and those super people. So instead, she was... Um, she was ostracized. They told her she couldn't do it because of the way she was shaped and she didn't have the criteria or that look that Hollywood so preciously tried to put on people. And she said when she heard that song, she changed it to fit her narrative that now she's on a talk show, highest rated. So she brought them on because she had to hear them singing. And she was so amazed she had in the audience that man and all her friends and everybody, all the people that believed in her, she had them hear it. And it was so beautiful. This is why I tell you to pat yourself on the back. Because I know there has to be people that counted you out. People that told you, ah, oh, you ain't going to make it. People that might have made fun of you or that mocked you, that tried to block you. But look at them and look at you. You're here. You made it. You're not miserable. You're not bitter. You're not angry. Might be a little scared. Might be a little nervous. But that goes with it. I haven't seen a warrior, an entrepreneur, nobody that didn't say, hey, I was a little scared. I was. I was a little nervous. But put my big girl panties on, I put my big boy boots on, and I went out there, said, said a prayer, and I did what I had to do. For real. Real talk. Don't 
allow no one to stop your progress. Yeah, it may not go as fast as. And stop believing these people. Oh, I'm an overnight success. No, you're not. You had to put the work in. Now, I had posted on my page, my Facebook page, Ifi Bayo, how the young white girl, you know, period, I, period, 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 everybody's seen it. At first, right? Because I don't want y'all to fall into this. We love authentic. I ain't mad at her. It's just sad. First, she was talking. She wasn't getting a lot of views. She wasn't. People wasn't giving her money. Nobody was paying attention to her. So then she started speaking with a speech impediment. And talking like she's slow. Right? Then they started. She made a wish list on Amazon. So people, because people do. They have their heartstrings and stuff like that. Like, oh, I know she's on a fixed income. We'll give her. She didn't stop. She continued. Then she listened to Future in them. And no, every black woman doesn't look like her. But she's making a mockery of city girls and all of them. And the period, period boo, period. She put on the long eyelashes, the fake hair. And she looks like a white shenanigan. And she started making that. Now, is it genius? Yeah. Like I said, there's no such thing as bad publicity. People started, oh, wow, you know. And then, because she has a disability and she's doing this, she's trying. Well, ain't nothing wrong with her. Ain't nothing wrong with her. And she said it. She said, don't stop my flow. Don't stop my money. I, I didn't tell y'all I had a, a disability. Y'all just started giving me stuff. And she ain't lying. She's not. She is not lying. But she making money. And I'm like, okay. But make money off of imitating Angelina Jolie. Make money imitating um, Addison, you know, Meryl Streep. Do that. Why you have to make fun and make money off of people of color? Why take those images and make fun of it and then profit off of it? Yeah, that's what she's doing. She's she's taking something and making money off of it by, you know, jousting, jesting about us. Now, there was a few. I was in comments, and it was like, oh, she's not representing black women. That's not how black women do. How many times have we put up memes and stuff like that? Uh, what, what Atlanta Housewives is this? Uh, Section 8. Period, boo. Period, boo. She's making fun of it. And we, as a people, <clears throat> we know how to make other people rich. Sad part is we won't. And it's, I was watching, real talk, I was watching Jason Lee, Gag Nation. He said, you know what's so messed up is black people will cancel black people. We will. We will. We are so hurt that we don't want to see the next black person rise. We don't. Case in point, Nas X kissed a guy on TV and y'all want to cancel him. 
Y'all wanted to move his ass out the way. Y'all wanted to destroy him. But bad baby kissed somebody. And y'all talk about, oh, he's he's epic. Oh my goodness, he's making he's making history. Wow. Chrisette Michelle. We always talk about securing the bag. Well, she did that. She didn't vote for Trump. She they offered her to sing. She did that. That girl ain't make a record after that at all. We canceled her. Cancel her, black people. Cancel her. But y'all didn't cancel uh, Kanye West. Y'all didn't cancel Steve Harvey. Y'all didn't cancel none of those people that was on Trump's back. Y'all didn't cancel them. And please don't because they've been making money. Like the brother said, they've been making money. Chrisette Michelle hasn't. Y'all really dogged out. We are so quick to cancel one another. We are so quick to, man, what? We are, we are, we are the worst on ourselves. We really are. We really are. We will find the dirt. We will dig up everything. Listen, Tiffany Haddish, she made a bad decision. She was new. We all got times and places and shit we done that we hope that only God knows. She made a bad decision. That's all. She didn't, you don't see her in there raping kids. She's a good comedian. Cancelor. Oh, that's, she made a bad decision. Now, every Spears, all of them made some bad decisions back then. That wasn't funny. Now, what he said about Lizzo, yeah, he, he should have been corrected. He should have been. And Corey Holcombs and a lot of other people showed it right his ass. Because how dare you disrespect any black woman. So, and it's quick. I told you, we will, we will dog each other out. We, we, we will never acknowledge. Just like now, Woman King. I haven't seen the movie. I've seen all of the previews and all of that. You got sisters when I posted it. Oh, because th this is where I, I have to sometimes just sit back and let people just say whatever. Oh, because they sold slaves. Well, nowhere in history did it not say that black people didn't have slaves. They just didn't think servitude and slavery was two different things. They had folks of color that was servitude. That's still going on in this day. You go over to Africa, you go over those places, they're serving something white. They're black. But they live on their land. You know, they have compounds. Fela, everybody that saw all the videos and saw or even spoke to families, they didn't think that slavery was they beat them and raped them and experimented on them. They didn't do that. What they did was... Yeah, okay, we want to, y'all want some? We have our servants over here. You know, y'all want, they, this is what they do. Okay. They didn't think it was going to be that horrendous. But we, oh, you know, uh, cancel it. We are now showing history. It's always been shown, but a lot of people don't have access. Just like, you know, you'd be amazed how many people didn't know who Mansa Musa was. A lot of people didn't know that Central Park was once an all-black community, a neighborhood, Seneca Village. 
A lot of people didn't know that. A lot of people didn't know Lake Lanier was buried, was a, a lake that they leveled, and it was black folks that's just coming back, taking people, right? Because true Southerners ain't going to Lake Lanier. I don't give a fuck who y'all. Those is, when, when you see people go to Lake Lanier in Atlanta, they don't live in Atlanta, okay? Because ain't no real person from the South going over there to be over in Lake Lanier. I know you lying. Because you go there, you ain't coming back. So, nah, we good. But now you, you have access to these things. You have access to all of this. And folks still are not happy. This is why I tell people, do what you do. Because if you're doing it to make others happy, you're going to fail. You're not... Those that love you, that appreciate you, that see the good or see your vision or they vibe with you, great. Focus on them, give thanks, and that's it. And keep going. But if you're focusing, <coughs> excuse me, on trying to make everybody happy, you're going to fail. Because someone is always going to have a comment. Someone is always going to have something negative to say. They have to. They have to. It is just now so regular now you could put up hey you know y'all i love the lord oh well you know he's not real he's a white guy somebody's always gonna say something no matter what because everyone is looking for a way to gather likes and views especially on social media they're not they really don't even give a fuck about the topic majority of the people don't even read half of the t shit that you post truthfully but if it's a video and if something positive, someone is coming with a negative reply. Someone. Doesn't matter. They have to. They have to. Because they need the traffic to come to them. And it's sad. Because they're only doing it for loves and likes and views. Because anything else is irrelevant. For real. You know? And it's, it's just sad. It's sad. It's really sad of how... So much has taken place, but I want you, those that are listening to this podcast today, to pat yourself on the back, buy yourself some flowers, write yourself a love letter to say, thank you, we did it. We may not have finished everything what we needed to do, but baby, we sure ain't where we was. So we good. We are good. Real talk. We're good. I made a post today. Well, I shared a post. Let me correct that. And the, somebody had asked the sister, who counsels you? And she said, she spoke her mind. And I said, oh, shit, this is me. Let me make this publicly clear. And for you or any one of you that do this, change the narrative. And for anyone that this happens to, Correct them respectfully and keep it moving. If you have godparents, if you have elders, you have mentors that have been guiding you and leading you and making sure you're good, sit on that and be grateful. This is my beef. When someone comes and want to try to read you or try to give you some kind of prophetic word why i didn't ask you 
if this is the worst thing and it always happens to me and people get offended. Oh my God, people get offended. And I start laughing like, how the fuck you get the audacity? Like, are you serious? I can, I tell you how it'll go. Someone to come in my inbox. Ifa Bell, you're so great. Oh, if they crown Benician, if they are younger than me, Santo. And I'll be like, thank you, thank you, right back at you, you know, and keep it moving. That's it. I thanked them, I complimented them, and now let me go on. No, never stops there. Oh, you got to keep continuing to do it. Thank you, thank you, you as well, right? Don't stop there. Oh, you know, because my spirits is telling me, you know, you need to clean your house or you got to connect to a grandfather. And I just be sitting there reading that like, let me just like this shit. Like, okay, you doing, why? Why? Because after a while, I stop reading it. I, I really do. I'm not even going to lie to you. I stop reading it. Why? Why? What? This is how I see it. And if I'm wrong, so be it. I'm, I'm content with how I feel. Right. If I am a parent, because this is how I take it. I'm a parent. I got four kids. I clothe them. I feed them. I educate them. I make sure they're healthy. I take them to the dentist, the doctor, all of that. They up to date on their immunization, all of that. They're not bums. They're clean. You come in their home. Their rooms are clean. They You can eat off my fucking floor. Right. We sit at the table. We say our prayers. We eat. After a while, you know, I teach them to meditate. We do yoga in the morning. The whole nine, right? Because that's how they were raised. I dare you come in my house, right? Real talk. You come in my house. You bypass me. You bypass their dad. You go to them. The shoes that you're wearing and the clothes you're wearing, my spirit is saying don't look right. Now, we're sitting there in our home. We didn't invite you. We didn't tell you to come in. We don't even really know you. We see you in passing. Hey, how you doing? But you will super pass us. Walk in our door unannounced because you didn't knock. We didn't open it. Just come on in. Go straight to our kids and tell them that everything we're doing for them is wrong. And that your spirits told you that the clothes they wear and the food they're eating, the home that they live in is wrong. Because your spirits is telling them, oh, make sure if she's cleaning, okay, you're bedding and everything. No ACS's cases, none of that. You're doing good in school. Your parents is on the PTA. They come in there supporting you. But all of that, mm-mm, mm-mm. My spirits is telling me you need to wear this and you should do this and don't, uh-uh, mm-mm. So now we as parents looking at you like, who the fuck are you? And the kids are looking saying, my stranger danger, <laughs> real talk. That's how some of y'all do. That's how I see some of y'all. How dare you go over a godparent or even a godchild and go and talk to my spirit set. You never had an interaction with them. You don't know them. You've never been in their house. You haven't broke bread. You haven't spoke on the phone. They don't know what your house look like. You don't know what their house look like. You don't even know them just through pictures and posts on Facebook or live. And that, your spirit's going to tell you about them. Make it make sense. The math is not mathing at all. 
that pisses me the fuck off. Because I'm looking like, if we good, I greeted you. You came in my inbox. I didn't go in yours and be like, oh, my spirit said, not at all. I don't do that. If I see something, because I know you. I done been in your house. I know your family. I've been with you, sat with you, all of that. And if I see something, the first thing I'm going to do is pray for you. Pray for you. I'm not coming to you and be like, yo, nah, I'm going to pray for you. But people have this audacity. And then this is just what they do, which is so fucking funny to me. After they give you a message, then they got to call three friends. You know, I was talking to Ephi Bale and my spirits led this to this because I had to help her. How the fuck? How you? Huh? How? Uh, hello. Let's go back to the original. You walk in our home uninvited. You bypass the parents and go to the child. And tell the child what the parents in the home is wrong. There's nothing wrong with the home. The parents are doing what needs to be done. They're active in the children's lives, as you can see. But fuck that. I got to come and tell you. All of that, what you're doing, my spirit say no. Who in the entire holy, what the fuck is wrong with you? Seriously. And we get, so I don't want to offend anybody. Oh, my God. But I'm going to ask, who invited you? Who asked you to give me this message? Oh, but my spirits, we never spoke. I've never been in your house. You've never been in mine. I'm not hungry for a reading. I never was. I'm not the person that picked a me too bitch. I'm not that. I can walk in a room, do what I need to do, speak to those that need to be spoken to, and relax. I didn't come here for the shows and the giggles. I had to correct someone at a drumming. Oh, because my spirit... Stop. <laughs> Stop. But I love it because I want to be like the elder I saw at the drumming. Let me tell y'all. I said, I love her. I don't know who this lady was. I still don't know who she was. The lady was sitting down. The girl was sitting in the middle. And I was sitting on the side. Everybody, the drummers was playing, all of that. So the girl starts moving like she's ready to get mounted, right? <laughs> and everybody's walking around her. The elder said, uh-uh, she ain't crown. Go get some water. I said, what? She said, she told them people, back up. Go, go to those that's important. She's not crown. Sit down. Go get you some water and get you something to drink. Stop playing in here. I said, I don't know who she is, but I love her. I love her. Guarantee you. Now, I've been to drummings. I've been to places, you know, and <clears throat> I love it because I've seen elders where someone go, oh, my spirit, and they be like, don't do that. Don't, don't, this is not the place. Don't do that. Did this person ask you for that? No. So then sit down. Now you're being messy. I love that because who invited you? Who asked you to come? Who told you to even be a part of that? What, what, what kind? Are you trying to get some points? Are you trying to move yourself up in the spiritual realm or something? Are you trying to say, oh my God, he read me? No, I didn't ask you. I didn't. Listen, 
You want to do me a favor? Whatever you see, go home and pray about it. Pray that God or your spirits or whatever make sure that I, I endure. I stand tall or I stand firm or give me the strength to go through whatever it is I'm going through. And mind you, I ain't going through nothing. So do that instead of, especially if we have not broke bread, we have not sat down with each other, none of that. You don't know me. You don't know me. Did, you listen, I did a, a live, right, on YouTube. And only <laughs> the people that know me, right, they, and they were on the live. Whenever I would go away, flying out, I always go and sit with a ruler to make sure that everything is good. You know, if I have to do a boy or something, make sure it's good. So everything can be not only for myself, but those people that are coming and all of that. So I've always done that. Whenever I go somewhere, I go and I sit and make sure. Even if I don't go get a reading, I'm under a ruler's roof. Like, yo, I'll go see my godfather, right? There was this chick that was like, oh, you know, you have to be careful. Stop! Why would you do that? Who, who are you? Are you higher than a ruler? No, sit down. Sit down. I already got my instructions. I already know what I need to do. Sit down. Sit down. And, but when you correct people, right? Now you're the enemy. Now they want to block you. I've, I've corrected people. And when I look, they're no longer following me. And I'm like, okay, bye. You mad at me from you violating? Then I'm not the problem you are. You're mad at me because you violated. I didn't invite you. I didn't tell you to come over here and give me no message. I, I don't even know you. Who are you? Why are you taking pictures and, and videos that I posted and trying to put my life together. Majority of the stuff I post come from people hitting me up saying, hey, Ifi Bayo, do you know about this? Or can you can you post something about this? And I'm not mad at that. Okay. I'm not just lifting myself up, but I'm lifting others up. Majority, especially when I ask a question, it's not concerning me. But you will have people that will, instead of asking, hey, you know, I noticed that you post this. Are you? No, I'm not. But thank you for inquiring. <laughs> and you know, when you even tell the truth, they will still say, she going through that. She just don't want to say nothing because my spirit's sad. Your spirits are out of order and they broken. Real talk. I don't know who the fuck you listening to. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> you better take. I got a cold. Caught it from my granddaughter. If you saw my live, you'll know. Let me, let me, because I know what some of y'all will give. Oh, I'm doing voodoo to her, so she's dying. No, bitch, I'm not dying. I ain't going nowhere yet. Sorry. I caught a cold from my daughter, Dee Dee. Right? Got healed from it. <coughs> my granddaughter comes in, and she was sick. And I don't know if you ever seen a four-year-old with a cold. But, baby, it will melt your heart. She couldn't talk. She, nose stopped up. And she had a fever. So I ran her a gum-gum magic bath, right? And I bathed her. And I made her some tea 
which I told I was putting magic in it, but it was the Rico Cola drops that I put in the tea. And she drunk that and was knocked out. But I was holding her. Not knowing that, okay, I'm coming off of a cold, but still, grandma, grandma. And I wanted to get her cold. So then, mind you, I still think I got the cold from the baby too. Because I walked in. I always tell people, never underestimate a grandma. Right? Because that's what my grandson calls me, grandma. I never underestimate. Oh, he called me the council. He'd be like, if the council spoke it, then it's real. So I grabbed the baby and I had him. And I looked at my daughter. I said, he got a cold. She said, he ain't sick. I said, I know a sick baby when I know one. He ain't sick, ma. He ain't sick. Okay. Next day. He's sick. Uh, Told you. Told you. I said, me holding him, he could have gave it to me too. So now all of us sick. My big grandson is sick. Then she going to tell me. I keep the storehouse full. Now, when I go back out, I got to refill some stuff because I, listen, I put up Juanita Byam's video, No More Sheets, right? And I put up different things. I was really raised by some old women, right? Old women. Women that's Southern and old. And if you've ever been around those kind of women, let me tell you. No one sits on the fucking toilet and say, hey, we out of paper. Your storehouse is full. No one sits somewhere and we ain't got no paper towel. No, we got cases. The children are sick. No, we got that here. We got some Robitussin, some NyQuil, some Pedialyte. We got some Vicks vapor rub, whatever. We got that. We got a... Uh, um, First aid kit, what you need? We got it. We got cotton swabs, Q-tips, you name it, we got it. And when we don't got it, we got a list. So when we go out, we know to pick these things up. But you're always winding up picking up things anyway while you're out there shopping. You pick up something for you, something for the house, something for the children. That's how it works, right? You got a husband, something for you and the husband, something for the house, something for the children, right? Just simple. So my daughter goes... Yesterday. Oh, he might got COVID. Y'all sure y'all ain't got COVID? I said, oh, that's only a matter of thing. I got a home COVID test. What? I said, oh. So my grandson said, I said, no, I got it here. I said, here. Oh, he don't have COVID. I said, I told you, we all got colds. It's that weather. Now, I had just finished cleaning out my closets, my, my, my cupboards, so to speak. And things that were outdated, I threw it away to make room for. I told y'all, September, you start moving things out. October, you start filling it up. You start changing out. Change out your bedding. You change out your linen. You change out all of that. It's going to be winter, fall, right? So, excuse me, I said that. I said, we got vitamins. We got all of that. Because your storehouse is going to be full. So, that's why I have the cold. <laughs> and slowly going away. So, most of it is just a dry cough, still drinking tea, stuff like that. Because, you know, you it's either or. Starve a fever, starve a fever, feed a cold, or feed a fever, starve a cold. Either which way, it's okay. Some people believe it one way. Some people believe it another way. However you feel. But me, it is uh, starve a fever and definitely feed a cold. Because you got to drink plenty of liquids. And I sure have been drinking all kinds. Okay. So. Anyway. 
And when I come down to New York, I know to grab some Buckley's. Because we all going to need that this winter. Buckley's is not a game. And if y'all haven't tried it. Now, back in the day, Buckley's had alcohol in it. Right? Did. Get a little bit of castor oil. Get some Buckley's. So when I go, because they don't sell it up here. So when I go down to New York, I'll bring a bottle back up here with me. Castor oil they sell, but they don't sell Buckley's. So I go and get it. And you only now can get it really in fruit stands and fruit stores. Because a lot of those places discontinued to use it. Now back in the day, Buckley's was like $7, $5, $6. now. Buckley's. For real. But it'll knock a coal on its ass. Nasty as hell. All the nasty shit you ever tasted. But it will knock a coal on its ass. Buckley's red and white. And it's a Buckley's going across. Now I know over on, if you're in Queens, over on Jamaica Avenue, across the street from the Coliseum, that fruit stand that's in the back, that's over there by the bus terminal, they sell it, and it's like 40-something dollars. Buckley's. Get you a bottle of that. Two teaspoons, do the trick. When you're doing a bath, take a little bit of Vicks Vapor Rub and let it run in that water. And then you put, I put um, Epsom salt, I put a little salt in it. So, you know, pull all that out and let them relax. I might put a little bit of Kalunga water in there. And let it relax. And then when they get out, you know, they they feel so much better for the children and for yourself, right? Because we find little things to do. We do. We find little things. But like I said, I've been sitting. Or you take a little bit of that Vicks when they cold and they before they go to bed, they put it at the bottom of their feet and you put socks over them and they'll sweat it out. Now, my homeboy, God bless his dad, Birdo. He would mix blackberry brandy and NyQuil and orange juice in a cup. Because when I had, I had pneumonia. I had walking pneumonia. And I was laid out on my step. Oh, man, I just knew I was going to die. For real. Dead serious. I just knew I was going to die. And we all grew up together. Bird, Old Compton, God bless the dead, Junie, Zeta, Horace, all of us. We all grew up together. And it was from Guyana, Guyanese. And I was, I couldn't even make it in the house. So my mom had this big part of her porch. And I, I just stopped there because I just, I laid out. I was just ready to be like, yo, somebody come and kill me. I don't care. It's like I couldn't breathe. I, I was sweating. I had a fever so fucking high. Like when you touch me, I was just burning up. So Birdo walked by and he was like, Donna. And I'm like, just kill me. If you're going to kill me, just kill me. And he called the cab. Never forget 5-7, God bless the day. He called the cab. He was like, get in. We get to a hotel, and this is how tired and sick I was. I said, Birdo, if you go rape me, just rape me. He said, what? He called the housekeeper and said, yo, I need three extra blankets. He gave her money. Need three extra blankets and towels and all this. I never slept with this dude. I didn't ever see him. I saw him as like a brother. You know, majority of the time, me and him would argue. And he said, here, drink this. I had on shorts, because it was in summer. I had on shorts and a t-shirt. 
He said he had drink this. He gave me NyQuil, blackberry brandy, and orange juice. And I drank that. And I remember throwing up. I remember pissing all over myself. This dude went out, got male drawers, I had boxes, and white t-shirts. Changed my clothes. I stayed in that hotel for two days, right? And, I mean, that first night, I just knew I was going to die. And he was like, Dad, I'm just cleaning you up. Like, yo, I, you know, you're a girl. Don't worry about it. Berto really did. Berto, he, he didn't have to. I don't know what was in his head to say, wow, let me look out for or anything. Right? He never left my side. I would tell you that. He never left my side. The second day, I was coming through, but I was still sleeping half of the fucking days away. That third day, I was like, okay. I was like, yo, I'm good. I'm good. I was like, yo, because I was sweating. Like, I sweated that shit out the whole night. He was like, you good? Yeah. Drop me off. Right? Drop me off. There was money in my in my um clothes. He must have gave it to the housekeeper because I had my regular back, my shorts and my T-shirt on. And I don't know where my bra was, so I wasn't even trying to ask for that. Um, dropped me off. I had money in my shorts. And he walked off. Right? Berto was this black dude. And I'm going to post a picture of him because I you know, respect the Berto. And he um he walked off. He went home. He used to live up the block and around the corner. Right? He went home. The next day, I saw him. He was like, yo, what's up? And kept walking. He didn't say, yo, you all right? That nigga didn't talk to me. You wouldn't even think. Because Berto was that person. Like, he, he wasn't, you wouldn't have him standing there talking to you. They used to call him black. Like, this nigga was black. And he was just, he was Berto. You know what I'm saying? And he just, he didn't, he didn't say, yo, you know, I looked out for you. And nothing. I remember I was like, thank you, Berto. He was like, thank me for what? And walked off. Walked off. So his brother Compton, God bless his dad, who was my homeboy too. That was my brother's best friend. He was like, I told him. He was like, yo, Berto never told me that. I said, yo, then after a while, I was like, damn, this nigga never said nothing. Was I making it up? Was I delusional? Was I on my stoop for three days or whatever? And I remember one day, Berto walked by, and I was like, I don't care what you say. Thank you for looking out for me, Berto. And he smiled. And if you know him, he's black, like midnight black. And he had the perfect set of white teeth. And when he smiled, and I was like, I knew it, nigga. You ain't evil. And that was it. And we never spoke about it until I was living in Atlanta, and the 9-11 happened. Berto wasn't a fireman. Berto was a hustler. Real talk. Berto got on the train and went down there and started helping rescuing those people. He said... He didn't tell me. He told whoever he was standing with, said that's what he was called to do. Berto never smoked. Berto died of lung cancer. Berto never smoked. So Compton was like, yo, his wife can um, sue and get this money. She said, no. He never smoked. And he just came South Jamaica, and he went down and started digging those people out. See, that's what he was called to do. And I was like, yo, he was like, yeah, nah, that ain't it. But I was like, yo, if you know him, right, this is the part that why I'm explaining this to you. If you know him, that's his character. He wasn't a fireman. 
He wasn't no no well-trained rescue worker. Nigga was a hustler, right? He sold drugs. He was a hustler. But if you know his character, yo, he'll get in where he fit in if there's a help or if he can be of service, he'll be there. So when I heard that and I started laughing, I said, yo, that's how that nigga was. That's how you know someone. You know their character doesn't change. He don't need accolades. He didn't need, oh, wow, this is what. He didn't post it. That whoever he was with, yo, I'm, I'm going down there to help them rescue those bodies. What? He was like, yo, that's what, that's what I have to do. And that nigga went and did it. I'm laying on my mother's step. Damn near walking pneumonia. That nigga called the cab. He didn't go and say, hey, Miss Barbara, Donna's down here. Hey, somebody, or keep walking. That nigga went and called the cab and took me. To the hotel and nurse me back to hell. That was his character. When people sit and say, oh, I know her. And if you hear, okay, E5 Bale was twerking outside. Real motherfuckers that know me go, nah, that ain't her. Nah. But, oh, yo, she was, she, she was in the store. And she just brought somebody their groceries. A motherfucker said, yo, that's her character. Yeah, that, that I can believe. I'm not believing that shit. She twerking. Nah, that's not her. Because real people know your character. They know how you are. Your godparents, the people that are in charge of you or that's over your, your spiritual journey, they know who you are. These strangers that feel they can walk in unannounced, super past your godparents and whoever's over you. And then there's a, a, a flip side. Everybody love posting their godparents. I hype mine up. I let them know, hey, especially on the 25 people of December, I always put them up. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm going to give them light. Oh, she must don't have no one. No, because I'm not posting. I'm not like you. I, listen, they have their own lives. I, I know who they are in my life. I know how to reach them. I know what needs to be done. I don't need validation from nobody. And they definitely don't need validation. They got their years in. Hence why I was laughing when they started talking about why Nita Byam. She put her work in. She can charge whatever she wants. She put that work in. I remember going to see her at Greater Bethel. She always packed the house. Guess what? I love it when she said, back in the day, this was years ago. I, I was in the church then. I was an usher. How would you want them to talk to your child? Right? Because... She from Queens, South Jamaica. We, we, yeah, we dug South Side, Outside. Okay. Um, Jesus say, you know, to repent. Child, sit your ass down. Uh, get on over there. Why you out here making yourself look crazy? Okay, we can relate to that. Not everybody else, but we know we can. So, when everybody was sitting there, oh, she's charging too much. Oh, I'm not doing. She can charge whatever she wants. She put that work in. And she's a perfect example why I appreciate her. I understand. I'm not taking from, from ministry school and college and you went through all of that. My girl was a flight attendant. It shows you God can take you from the mud to the pulpit. Because she went from the mud to the pulpit. She ain't go, but she definitely learned under the elders. She did. She sat under a lot of them. T.D. Jakes, all of them. They sh showed her how to do and all of that. But then this is the part that most people get twisted. You show me. 
you educate me. I'm going to always give you your props. You know what I'm saying? But now you gave me all of this. It's like parents. You show me how to, you know, find my way through the world, right? Teach me common sense. Show me no's and do's. But now I have to go and have my own experience. I don't have to. I'm going to respect you. I'll come down and see you. I'm not going to forget where you brought me from. But I'm not going to keep on going under you. How, how the fuck am I going to learn? I got to get out here and experience my own life. I can't keep on going under you. But most people want that. They want you to stay under them. No, go. Find your life. Get some experience. How do you know any method that I ever taught you or your parents taught you will work if you don't get out there and see how, how, how to best use it? It's called wisdom. How do you get out there and learn? You have to learn through your experience. So when she had falling outs with all those people, which y'all did, elders, they don't want you to go nowhere. They want to micromanage you. Okay, I ain't mad. But you got to let children and let people get out there and learn on their own. And she did. She, whenever she go to Greater Bethel or she go somewhere else, she going with homage. Okay, I ain't going to charge you. You, you know, you brung me here. But I thought, wow, yo, throw me something. Uh, we, we, uh, some lunch, something. But when you're flying people out, you have to fly them out. You got to pay for their hotel. Like, and she earned that because she packed a house. So you can't get mad at what she's charging. If, listen, if you can't afford it, move out the way. Let those that's standing behind you that can't get in there. Not you. But most people will. They'll pop shit. They'll talk about it. Okay. But remember, karma always spins the block. So somebody might be talking about how you charge. I remember when someone's like, oh, my God, you charge $85 a year. Oh, okay. <laughs> they don't move. Watch out. I, I, I'm not for you. It's okay. The price is the price. Oh, but what you going to charge family? The price. Oh, but what you going to charge friends? The price. Oh, you said, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, okay. I'm Listen, I'm not going to support a friend and ask for a discount. Anything I ask, yo, shout out to a lot of people I do business with that if I want something, yo, what's your price? Oh, if I can't afford it right then and there, yo, give me a few days. I'll be back. Yo, you know, don't put the order in yet because I like to come with money in hand. Oh, okay. All right. So I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, but how much you going to charge me? How much? Nah, what's your price? If I can afford it, I'm going to get it. If I can't, then, yo, I'm going to wait until I can. Because if I want it, I'm going to get it. That's it. But what we're not going to do, I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, my God, they overcharging people. If you want a product, then get it. If you don't, move. Go somewhere where they can. That's all. Very simple. Very simple. I could never disrespect anyone charging what they charge. You either go or you don't. That's it. That's all. I'm not going to sit there. I don't care if you're a pastor, a preacher, a healer, a reader, whatever. That's your price. God bless you. If I can afford it, I'm going to get it. And if I can't and I want it, yo, give me a few. Let me get it together. That's it. That's all. But what I'm not going to do is publicly embarrass or dog you out because of what you charge. You know how horrible that is? But then, if we do marketing one-on-one, it's no such thing as bad publicity. Whatever you do, whatever you talk about, thank you. But back to it. Those that watch over you, those that you are their mentors, that's who know you. 
Stop trying to allow these people that don't know you, that never had a conversation with you, that don't know your phone number, that never sat in your house, that never went to an event with you. Stop allowing strangers to come because they're basing off of what they see on social media. Don't allow no one to gain some whatever points or access and they don't know you. No, no. I think it's disrespectful. And if you are ever doing that, please don't do that to people. It's really rude and disrespectful. And you're, you're, you're being disrespectful to the people that govern them. Now, you'll have some people, oh, my God, no. I, if my spirit speak, then tell them, listen, let's light a candle. Let's pray for them. Because no, 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 don't do that. It's wrong. It's, it's really disrespectful. Now, some of y'all may say, well, you know, if the Spirit is giving you a message off of a picture or a social status, you don't know these people. And I'm going to tell you, like I said, and I'm going to keep because this is the example. One, I was supporting a friend because they was doing a live. All I did was come in and greet the room. The day before, I had a misa for my goddaughter and... Prior to that, I sat on the feet of a ruler, right? I get in there. I greet everybody. I, you, the, the video, the live, you know, they say if you ask a question, you know, you get a reading. I don't go in people's lives and ask a question. I don't want to read it. I'm good. I'm good with who I have governing me. I'm good. So this chick gets in my inbox Oh yeah, you know, cause when I saw you in the in the in the live, I wanted to tell you, you know, um, you need to take this for your back, and you need to have a misa for your spirits. What? Get out my box. Get out my DMs. What? I was like, yo, don't do that. Don't do that. I don't know who spirit is speaking to you, but you're off. Get out my box. Oh my goodness, no. Because you don't know what I did. You don't know my life. You don't know it, none of this. Sit down somewhere. Because now you, you're trying to make a mockery. And it was so crazy because it was a few people that tried to do that. And i tell you where it started. <clears throat> when I had COVID, I let Juan G read me. And folks just felt like, oh, yeah, we can read her too. No, I didn't give you the access. Oh, what you, one girl was like, what you trying to hide? I ain't hiding shit, but I didn't invite you. So who are you? Who the fuck are you? I take care of my spirits. I make sure they good. One dude's helping me. About to lie, said, stop. I got about to lie in my house. He, he can't talk to me? Huh? What? Yeah, about to lie can't talk to me because why? And what old dude said that? What? I'm an elder. I don't care who you are. I didn't, I didn't go in your inbox. Why are you in mine? Who invited you? Who moved the rock? That's all I keep on yelling. Who moved the rock to let all these fucking people out? What kind of Lakasumi? And I know some of y'all be like, oh my God, what did she talk about with Lakasumi? I was in the airport on my way to Detroit. This girl, mind you, I didn't have um, no spiritual stuff on, but I had my bracelets on. Right, and I had my peony beads and my ephi bead, right? My ruler bead on my neck. That's it, right? <laughs> so that's all. On my way, she was like, Oh, she couldn't say Lukumi. She said Lakasumi. 
Oh, you need to be initiated like me. My spirits are telling me, you know, you need to be like me. And I'm sitting there like, who moved the fucking rock? Who brought these people? Where, am I Am I just, is there a sign? It say, bring your, your, your people that are special today. Like, for real. So I made a video about it. Like, where are we getting these audacities? Oh, I know now. From the Lakasumi tribe. And I was like, Lakumi? Yeah, 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 that, that, that. It just, it cracks me up to the audacity that people have. So all you can do is laugh at certain times. But what I'm not going to do is laugh when someone comes in my inbox and you're trying to read me based off of what you're seeing on social media. No, I'm going to stop you now. So you're being warned. Please share friends. Tell people. Listen, don't go in her inbox if you don't know her. Do you know her? No, I've been watching her. I don't give a fuck if you followed me from now until 1983. Don't do it. You don't know me. You don't have my number. You're coming through my inbox, so that lets me know you don't know me. I'm not mad. No. And for those that share their story, thank you. It's a difference. People will come hit my inbox and share their story. Thank you. And I ask, always ask, can I share this? And majority of people, because I understand... I see what y'all do. Don't put my name on it and take the names out. And can you reword it? Great. It's not me. But I know how y'all are when someone asks a question, then y'all ready to crucify them. Once again, black folks are the worst on black folks. Yeah. And Spanish people are black. Y'all just niggas that can swim. Don't get it twisted. Don't get mad at me. Get mad at Paul Mooney. Hey. So, uh... Yeah, um, no, y'all are the worst, the worst when it comes to it, because the first thing, they don't know that? No, I don't, I don't, and I'm the first one if I'm sitting in the room, oh, can you explain it? You didn't know that? No, I don't, I sold drugs, and I sold other people's ass, uh, I, I didn't raise up with this, not at all, thank you, and I'm gonna get the answer, I'm not sitting here, coming in the room, trying to get educated, and don't say nothing, and leave more confused, no, I need clarity, I, Okay, all right, how, 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 yeah, yeah, okay. Let me make sure, because can I say it back to make sure I get an understanding? I don't give a fuck who's in the room. I, I'm getting the knowledge. I'm not going to walk away just as confused as I walked in. No, break it down to me. So when I explain it to my four-year-old grandchild, she can get it. That's how we living. Because ain't no way in hell I'm going to walk in. I don't know, but I'm not going to say nothing because I don't want to look dumb. Fuck that. Hey, can you explain? I'm from PS123. I, I, I didn't, I. Yeah, I, I didn't get the memo because I, I wasn't raised in this. I, I, I hustled in the street. We didn't have that. How you doing? Yeah, we didn't see Santados in the street. We didn't. We saw the root worker, the the, the conjure lady. We saw them. Yeah, go to Miss Janie and them. Your kid in, in prison, go to Miss Janie and them and take this money, put it in a plastic bag or in a paper bag and go through the back door. We know them. We didn't know Santados. We saw people in white. We thought you were Usher. We didn't know that. We didn't. It wasn't around us. We didn't. So, okay. Uh, it wasn't over in South Jamaica. Not where I was coming from. If you were all white, you were either Muslim or you was an usher. That's it. We didn't know anything else. So, yeah, it's new to us. We're learning. And we are really beautiful of learning our culture and learning it because we didn't know it. So, thank you. But don't sit here and judge me because I'm going to put you in your place. Sorry, I wasn't there. I didn't have access to it. Thank you. I might have sold to your man or maybe you. But I have access to the other stuff. So thank you. Sit down. Park your brakes. Sit down. Okay. Grown folk talking. Sit down. 
And yeah, I will do that. Thank you. Catch me tonight on Facebook Live as well as YouTube.